Palabak. You're tuned in to the Groove Station. Palabak. Well, you wake up in the morning, hit the snooze again. Got biscuits on the table, got gravy in the pan. Yeah, works good. You hear me? What the who? Testing, testing. Wow, you're a burpulent this today. Highest BPM of any podcast. That's burps per minute to the layman. Good morning and aloha, biscuit tears. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of... Gravy. The voice of Maui. I'm Chick Sauce. He is Vince Fody. We are Biscuits and Gravy in the morning. Biscuits and Gravy in the morning. We got one heck of a doozy for you today, everybody. It is December 9th, and we are celebrating quite possibly the second most popular UFO crash in American history, a.k.a. the East Coast Roswell. More on that later. Wait, so that's... They consider that the East Coast Roswell? Yes. Wow. Yeah, dude. I didn't know it was so popular. uh, Yeah, totally. So more about Kecksburg, Pennsylvania later. So we are going to be talking about Kecksburg? Kecksburg, bro. Kecksburg's on, man. Which is an alien sighting. Yeah, and people saw the blast as far as Canada and Michigan all the way down to Pennsylvania. It was like an acorn-shaped Yeah, and you you have to see the statue. It looks... It's an acorn. It looks With like, bro- like runes a power right? down mushroom. <laughs> so scientists say it's a meteor, but more about that later. Mm, meteors as, don't usually have writing on them, as promised, from what I recall. We have uh, Nazi, UFO, Antarctica to talk about later. So Octung, everybody. Which, of course, is going to tie into Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, December 9th, 1965, the East Coast Roswell. And we also have some... Some brand new alien news that just came out. Yeah, dog. Brand new alien news, It just bro. came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. This was an Israeli space security chief. He was a former Israeli space security chief. Says that aliens are real and Donald Trump knows about them. I don't know why he decided why to- Why did he have to single out Donald Trump? I don't know why he decided to focus on that one aspect of it. Because I'm sure if he knows, then the country of Israel If the knows. Israeli knows. Yeah, the Israelis know- mm. So it's it's safe to say that all the world leaders now, know about it. Now, if he said the Palestinians don't, then we know. <laughs> like, the Palestinians don't even know about aliens, but this, bro. But this guy isn't, like, some crackpot. This is a well-decorated, well-respected, highly educated Christmas tree. guy. He's a Christmas tree. <laughs> the Jews don't have, aren't Christmas trees. He's a, Why do they hate he, Palestinians? He's like a menorah. Pal is right in it. If anything... <laughs> If anything, he would be a well-decorated. Menorah. If anyone's a Stinian, it's the never mind. But this guy came out and said that the aliens. He came out. He came out and said aliens. He was like, "I'm gay." He said aliens do exist. Aliens exist, and that we know about them. They signed treaties to conduct experiments here, and that they they've asked us not to disclose the fact that they exist because mm-hmm. they don't think that mankind is. We're not ready for, for it. Just like we're not ready for the 1999 Blink-182 song, "Aliens Exist." We're just not ready for it. Um, and what's on the cover of that album, Vince Fody? It's a nurse with the big glove, enema of the state. What are aliens most known for doing? 
Probing. Probing the butts. Mm, mm. Just like an enema. So that's, you know what, Blinking It 2, one step ahead of the shoe shine <laughs> all along. <laughs> ahead of their time. Now, it's interesting that he chose in his statement to say, yeah, aliens exist, and they don't want us to let people know that they exist. In a statement. So he, yeah, in a public statement. So yeah. he kind of spilled the beans there. Um, he also said that if he had come out and said this five years ago, people would have called him crazy. But now that 2020 happens, this is like, it makes sense. Yeah, so the question is, in the past five years, have we become more open-minded as a society, or have we become much dumber and conspiratorial? Mm-hmm. Which one do you think Well, what is, radio Jeff? show started five years ago, baby? We- <laughs> <laughs> he basically said, if I had said this before Biscuits and Gravy uh-huh. existed, people would have said I was crazy. But now we're living in the Biscuits and Gravy era. He, he got that biscuit bump, baby. Yeah, he loves he, that biscuit he, bump. <laughs> Aliens have gotten the biscuit bump. Mm, more on that later. Aliens, conspiracy, pornography, it's all getting the biscuit bump. We got a lot of emails and letters this week and phone calls, and I'm really excited to do another round of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Now, as far as uh, aliens existing and Trump knowing about it. What the, why are we have to single out Trump, bro? Let's well, keep him out of the news cycle. I, If you're writing something on Facebook and you want people to see it, you just type in the word Trump at the end. Yeah. And then Facebook's like, algorithm forces everybody to see it. Trump doesn't care about freedom. We are no longer having an open mic in Wailea. And I'll be like, check out these cupcakes I baked. And then at the bottom in really small font, you just type in Donald Trump. Donald and then hashtag. everybody sees your Facebook post Yeah, and like, about oh. your cupcakes. They're like, oh, those are delicious cupcakes. Wow, they're so, red and blue. Now, we do know that Trump in the past has said he was asked at like a town hall meeting or something like that if aliens exist. And he said, well, since I've become president, I've learned some very interesting things that I can't talk about. So I think that's the that's the closest that Trump has ever come to keeping something a secret. And not talking about it? Maybe. Now, some people are saying that... I want to commend him, right? That's the most secret thing that he's ever been able to and keep I mean, under wraps. The Navy confirmed that they had UFO photos as well. Now, does that mean alien photos? No, it means right. unidentified. And I mean, we know that the aliens signed uh, treaties with us uh, since back with Eisenhower. Didn't Eisenhower sign a treaty with the aliens? Uh, everyone knows that. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, this is nothing new. It also... It, it would make sense that... Aliens exist and the government is keeping it from us because we have a long storied history of weird stuff and the men in black and the government being very hush hush about all this. So it, I think it makes sense. The government, the new world order, it's all one cabal, baby. My only problem is I feel like instead of just saying that we're not ready, if aliens came forward and told us that they existed, I feel like it would unite everybody and kind of point us in the right direction. I don't know. I, th- I think some of us are a little bit fearful of the aliens because aliens aren't always going to be people that just play with your butthole and make you feel good about life. I don't know. Aliens I could be shape-shifting demonoid lizard people who travel here from the 10th planet. See, now this is the, the paranoia that you're talking about. You're part of the problem, Chuck. I'm a part of many you're problems. You're spreading paranoia and anti-alien rhetoric. <laughs> Whereas I feel... Earth. You're we, trying to play both sides, even, Vincent Fodi. If you look at the if if you look at the ranks of civilizations, why are you being all pro alien? You're not, not American. We're not even a class one civilization yet. And I feel like if alien, they also said that the aliens are part of a galactic federation. Oh so my god! If they came forward and said, "Hey guys, 
Earthlings. Galactic if you, Federation. If you get Are you your, kidding me? If they said, guys, if you get your act together, you can join the Galactic Federation. All you have to do is become at least a class one civilization, which means we would have to be able to harness all of our energy from the from renewable resources. No, that's the most un-American thing I've ever heard. That would that would give everybody an impetus to <laughs> to try to work towards a common goal instead of fighting and squabbling over stuff. I know listeners to the Biscuits and Gravy Show may not agree with you 100% on that, okay? I think it's the we Christians. We want to squabble! I think it's the Christians are trying to keep the aliens hush-hush. What in Because Christian it's just like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs... Tell you the Christians are anti-science and pro-war. <laughs> what have ever been... It's like... They tried to all the time. They tried to to, to deny the fact that dinosaurs existed for yes. a long time because that didn't jive with well, the Bible. How are you supposed to sexually um, abuse imagine, children? If imagine dinosaurs what exist. would happen to Christianity if we found out that aliens exist. Oh man, I can't stop laughing every time you say the word aliens exist. Aliens exist. It's a great Blink One Eighty Two song. Why don't you cue that up for us? Uh, beep, 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 beep. Uh, this is Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> I'm your co-host Vince Fody. We just want to remind all you guys that aliens exist. You, if you're listening to us on the radio, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Chew. We're under Biscuits and Gravy 808. Uh, Chuck and I are also two Maui-based comedians. We're yeah, part dog. Of, part of the Power Up Comedy Group. Um, I'm a Maui-based comedian. We are both yeah. Maui-based comedians. We are still having bi-weekly shows at Vibe. Yep, for one more bi-week. Uh, as well. <laughs> By the way, bi-weekly means every other week, not yes. twice a week. Oh, twice a week is semi-weekly. I just thought that the bi-week meant that the, the week went both ways. It's at ways. a gay bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, so that's uh, every other. If you want more information about that, look, go to follow Power Up Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. I love the Power Up on the Instagram. Now, since we're already talking about all weird been gone. alien stuff, uh, why don't we talk about the monoliths and obelisks? Because we talked about that a little bit last week. But let's dive into it a little bit more. And I want to remind the listeners. Don't you think it's weird that all this alien stuff is coming out right after we discovered that monolith? <sighs> Are they connected? So much stuff is weird, bro. So much stuff is weird. We used to be scared of mono. Now we're scared of monoliths. <laughs> I just want to remind our listeners, thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are voted the number two radio program in Maui County three years number in two. a row. Number two. And today's show is brought to you in part by an endowment from Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. Wow, what an endowment we have here mm -hmm. from Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. They'll keep you warm, even when the temperature is less than zero. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out these are quality jackets. Today's show is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is provided in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. And of course, our dear friends down at Matthew Broderick's Broderickshaws. <laughs> the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Warning, not available in Ireland. A subsidy of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rats. So, Chuck, we did talk a little bit last week about the monoliths and obelisks. Yes, so the, of course. The monoliths are the ones that just kind of have been popping up in the desert. And, yes, and, and uh, obelisks are these areas around the world that the Illuminati own. They're the people that are in between lizard people and the cabal. The Illuminati in between. They're the people on the ground. And they're, they're Egyptian monoliths, or mm -hmm. they're Egyptian obelisks that are all over the world. So how did these Egyptian obelisks 
get all over the world. Uh, and what happened is if you map the locations of them, them and then people stole them and then brought them everywhere else. Or so aliens put the, them there in as front of the Vatican. There's an zones. Egyptian obelisk. Tell me why. Because the Pope is because a aliens person. exist. Because aliens That's exist. Right. Play the song. <laughs> Lots of crazy obelisks and monoliths. By the way, um, if Trump knew about the fact that the aliens were real, right? Doesn't that that means it's a lie of omission because he's not talking about it? No, but he started the space force. So maybe he's pro. He's, so he's maybe he's seeing these aliens as some sort of threat. If anyone's going to see someone as a threat, it's going to be Donald Trump. Because <laughs> he is the smartest person on Earth, but he may feel threatened. Outside of the biscuit bunker. He may feel threatened uh, by intergalactic intelligence. Speaking of closet, what's going to happen to Pence when this whole thing is over? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully he get, he'll get like shredded. Oh, my Lord. Can they do that? Just like when Nixon was going to leave, they shred everything. They'll be like, hey, Pence, yeah, what's fine, in here? Find, <laughs> find Oliver North. We'll just... <laughs> Oh, have man. him have him put Ben's in a giant paper shredder. That's what he does. Part best. of me, and I know Vincent Foti, this is going to say crazy because I'm one of the first people to say aliens exist because I hate wizard people so much. But that's because I just hate the Democratic Party, and I know that people like Biden and Clinton are just eating children to stay alive forever. We all know this. But part of me wonders, Vincent right. Foti. What's your point? Part of me <laughs> wonders if sometimes through a little bit of obfuscation, what maybe a little bit of uh, Project Mockingbird, right? Maybe the deep state, which we know exists, sometimes they release this stuff as like fodder, like as a little bit of a distraction, right? Like 250 million people are protesting in India. There is slavery going on in China and in Ivory. Uh, Nestle just got indicted the other day for enslaving people to make chocolate. And, and stealing water. Violation of some rogue 1879 law that rogue law is against slavery <laughs> so maybe it's just a, people care a little bit more about aliens because aliens are cool and there's just all these really cool sci-fi movies about it not a lot of cool movies about slaves you want to uh, blow the uh, the whistle i would love to blow i want to bring the i want to bring the, the train uh, into follow-up junction conge. all righty thanks for bring it in the follow-up junction biscuits and gravy Today is presented in part by Toe for Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for grace, call Toe for Grace. Follow-up junction is presented by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Coming up in the show, we got spoiler alert. Ooh, we're going to talk about Fargo and stuff on HBO Max. We got some stuff for Gluttony Club. Ooh, I've had expensive french fries, and I'm going to talk about it. But first... Follow-up junction is where we don't know stuff, and then we we talk about it in the next episode. Oh, okay. So this week's follow-up junction is about the Hungarian conservative party founder... Who got caught fleeing a 25-man gay orgy. Oh, my God. I heard when the police showed up, they thought it was strippers, so they all tried okay. to unzip his so pants. So this is, this is also part of the follow-up, because last week we couldn't didn't exactly know who it was. We just knew it was some sort of like party leader. Yeah, not that we would ever say half-concocted news stories or I said it was the, things I said the it was the president of Turkey. Uh, it was wrong. <laughs> I didn't think Turkey had a president. It turned out it was, it was the... Uh, the founder of the conservative party in Hungary. So oh, okay. He, well, I'm hungry for Turkey, so, so let's get this. Let's get this straight. It was he who got caught. It was sneaking, he who who got he got caught sneaking out of a window, uh, fleeing a 25 man gay orgy. Man, too bad there wasn't an exit through the closet. Am I right, Vincent Foti? Uh, ah. Of course, he was the 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 leader of the conservative party. Because as we know, anybody if you're 
if you're in the conservative party, it doesn't matter what country. Oh, if you, and especially if you're vehemently anti-gay. And you're you anti-gay. Like, you like S&D and as, real and As a matter of fact, any conservative who ever comes out against something. Any, all the time. That is what they do. Yep. If they are anti-abortion. The more religious they, they are. They secretly do abortions. The younger the, the dude is their that basement. they rail. Right, exactly. Uh, if they're anti-gay, they're super gay. The most gay. And people find out that I'm secretly a vegetarian. So and anyway, a health nut. It, the story got even funnier than it originally was because. Okay. And this is not an American politician because normally when Hungarian. we hear somebody being homophobic, it's a Republican dumb dumb uh, hom- who's actually blowing a bunch of usually dudes. Usually homophobic conservatives. Not that there's wrong with blowing a bunch of dudes. Uh, who are secretly gay. Usually those are American politicians. Yeah, usually because American politicians are but, the worst. You know, it happens but it turns in Hungary out also. Hungarian politicians. Also terrible. All right, so here's the best part. The police came to the orgy to break it up, and this is like straight out of a sitcom, right? When the police showed up, they thought that the that they were like strippers dressed up as police. Yeah, which happens in every every sitcom. sitcom. Whenever they're supposed to be a stripper, and Uh so they started like unbuttoning the pants of the cops, and the cops are like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Ooh, that's a Jolly Bee burp. <laughs> oh, you went to Jolly Bee today, huh? Mm-hmm. More on that Before later. More Ooh, on that. We're going to talk about that during Gluttony Club. So, again, also, listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, listen, you know me. I'm all for 25 male orgies, right? Okay, I've never said I'm against 25. Heck, make it 26. I think you're leaving one guy out if it's a 25 male orgy. But this is COVID, okay? Yeah, an orgy should have keep, an even number of people. Yeah, and can we keep the... Exactly! <laughs> I know. Well, what a politician to take more than he receives. That's like having twenty-five shoes. Yeah, but the main fact is, if you're <laughs> if you're at a party and police show up, don't assume the police are strippers until after you see them start taking their own clothes off. Yeah, always assume that police are police until otherwise notified. Also, if they're wearing nightsticks and not like a rental uniform, I mean, like. Fake police officer uniforms are very noticeable usually, right? They are usually pretty noticeable. Also, p- uh, police officers' uniforms, real police, they don't have seams down the side to so you can tear them off. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't wear like 25 pounds of gear to shoot real, black people for Real no police officers don't have tearaway clothes. Yeah. Oh, your BPMs today, bro. I love it! Let me ask you this, Chuck. What, Vincent Fody? Have you been doing your holiday shopping? Uh, a smidge, much to my chagrin. I've done some holiday shopping. I did some today, in fact. Oh, really? Yep. I'm trying to get all my holiday shopping done uh, all the time, and then also lying to my family and saying I'm poor this year and I don't want to get any of the gifts. <laughs> I know uh, Diana is buying like my. She wants to get my parents and my sister Christmas presents. I'm like, like, I don't mm. buy my own family Christmas presents. Uh, what if we just get them They're something the small and then spend twenty five dollars to ship it to them? Like that's even dumber. <laughs> we. What are we doing here, people? But I did get most of my Christmas shopping done, and I got a lot of my stuff wrapped. I got my tree up in my house. I had a visit from the North Pole recently. Oh, really? I know. I got a Nightmare Before Christmas Santa Claus. Oh, it sounds like it's your favorite. That's another uh, Blink-182 song. Let's dress up like Jack and Sally. Oh, really? What's that uh, punk band that does a Christmas album and all the proceeds go to like all the people that... Uh, that is Bad have... Religion. Right. And what so do they... So they have my, a Christmas album, That's right? actually my favorite Christmas album of all time is Bad Religion's Christmas album. Bad Religion is a, band, a punk band that is famously and notoriously... Anti-religious. Anti-religion <laughs> oh, they, and who, atheist. Who would have thought? They... Uh, came out with a Christmas album. It's like seven songs, something like that. That's all you need. And all of the proceeds go towards SNAP, which is 
That's... Survivors of priest abuse. Okay. So you're telling me, again, this ties it into what we've always said in the show. If you preach it, you're railing a bunch of underage dudes. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. So if you like punk music and you are and you want to get in that holiday spirit, listen to Bad Religion's Christmas album. It's definitely one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. Also, if anything 2020's taught you, let's abandon religion. What is it doing for you? Okay? What is religion doing for you? Can you please abandon it? Please. <sighs> yeah, we should please. all just become nihilists. I'm okay with it. It happened uh, in post World War II. Germany. I'm a denialist. You're... Chuck, did you do this? No. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, for how for the holiday season, I got the ladder climbing Santa Claus. I seen it. Your house is all decked out. Your biscuit bunker is all good to go for Christmas. The season. ladder climbing Santa Claus is really cool. Uh, they have it at Target every year, and all the previous years we tried to get one, they had sold out. Mm-hmm. And so this this time they they had one left. I went and I got the last box. And if you need your house cleaned for the holiday season, check out Friends of the Show, Little John's Maid Service. Have you ever heard about Little John's Maid Service, Vincent Fodi? I have. They'll clean everything from, from the, the windows to the walls. Little John's Maid Service. And if your clothes are wrinkled, check out Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's irons. And we have a Christmas special from a great friend of the show, John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. And today's show is also brought to us by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against Against hunger. hunger. And for the holiday season, don't forget to check out Condoleezza's Rice Krispy Treats. Also advocating war crimes against hunger. Especially for the holiday season. The Bush administration is killing kids all the time. They're a (sighs) goofy bunch. Imagine being such a bad president that you make George Bush look good. Look good. I know. I know. Nobody thought it was possible. You're making Mitt Romney looks good. Mitt, <sighs> Mitt Romney has come out of this whole thing like a like a shiny new penny. He's Mitt looking Romney. so good because he's Mitt. like. What kind of name is Mitt? Just drinking milk. I hate Mitt. Mitt. What a weirdo. It's definitely like a Mormon name. Uh, you think? Like Luke? Tug. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one of his Does he have a kid named Tug? Tug, I think so. <laughs> R- Riff. <laughs> Tug Romney. Tug, Riff, mm. Kit, mm. Mitt. Let's get into Gluttony Club. Yeah, dog. A little the next check? stop on the Biscuits and Gravy train today is Gluttony Club. Gluttony Club is presented in a part by Meryl Street Street Sweepers. The cleanup. In hours. Now, I want to talk about some holiday-related candy and foodstuffs. Oh, I'm so excited. First of all, I just had about six chocolate-covered cherries. Oh. So I ate an entire over packet. Over here? Yeah, just, yeah okay. over here in, in your other room. You mean my chocolate cover cherries? Yeah, Diana said I could have some, <laughs> okay. so I ate all of them. They're really good. They are good, and I don't know if – I don't remember chocolate covered cherries being like a seasonal – type candy but i guess they are because i only see them around the holiday time around the holidays um also this is Wish the time of year this is the time of year where you can get uh those chocolate oranges coming down the chimney tonight oh ever- my god those chocolate covered oranges bro they're not chocolate covered oranges oh they're the ones that you smash yeah yeah you're like ah! it's, it's a cho- it's chocolate that's in the form of an orange and you smash it and it breaks into slices like orange slices oh, dude. and the chocolate itself has an orangey flavor Ooh, i like that yo it's made by mm-hmm. terry's but there's a couple ripoffs wow terry's? Some knockoff brands yeah which terry sounds like canadian i was gonna say canadians yeah but, but if anyone knows about pounding it's gonna be 
Canadians. I guess so. Or Kim Kardashian sunscreen. Oh, lordy. <laughs> um, so I, I love this time of year because you can get those chocolate oranges. I love this time of year, too. Vincent in Fody, the store I love everywhere. holiday season. Biscuitiers, gravy gals alike. Vincent Fody, I hate to say it. I know. I know it's a little personal, and we don't talk about back stuff on the show. But Vincent Fody, you grew up in a cult. Is that right? I wouldn't say it's a cult, but oh, okay. kind of. Okay. <laughs> I also, I like to say I grew up in a cult. And you're like, that's Catholic. That's a third of the world. I, I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness. And they don't celebrate holidays and because every day is the Lord's Day. They don't celebrate holidays because all holidays traditions have pagan roots. And that's the devil. Well, okay. But the devil makes chocolate-covered cherries and orange-flavored chocolate. So mm. we're, I'm all about it. Uh, I have been converted. I'm on the devil's side. What's pagan about a Yule log or Jesus being born on totally the winter solstice? You mean Saturnalia? Yeah. Sat- <laughs> What's so pagan about that? So I just want to tell all of our listeners, yo, Saturnalia, which is the, the traditional Saturnalia greeting. I'm all set for Festivus, too. Which also, you know, not only did Saturnalia uh, set all the precedents for all of our modern day like Christmas traditions. Oh yeah. Um, but also there was another cool Saturnalia tradition where bosses and like slaves or underlings would switch places. <laughs> underlings? Yeah. So, you know, people had like slaves and like workers at their house and stuff. So it's time for you and, and I so to switch places. Once a year in Saturnalia, the the workers, the peons would become the boss. <laughs> And the boss would have to be like the slave for the day. Wow. Isn't that cool? It's like I under, wish we would, undercover boss. We should do that. Yeah, you heard that right. It is like undercover boss. Okay, so you heard that, DJ Tony Tuto. It's time for you to get on the Biscuit and Gravy show and say really offensive things. Is he our boss? And then, I guess, <laughs> I don't know who else our boss would our be. Our boss is the American people, Chuck. That's right, Vincent Fody. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you said that. You know what else I love? That's a candy that you get around this time of year. Sex? Ferro Rochers. Oh my God, they're so good! I also yes. ate all of your Ferro Rochers. Okay, so they're really expensive. Ferro Rochers are usually like you get three of them in a pack, and it's like two bucks. Uh-huh. But around this time of year, for like five bucks, you can get a big thing of them. You can get the big mount at Costco, bro. What's so, like twenty of them? Just wait, what? Yeah, there's a big basket at Costco. What? Mm-hmm. How much is that? You know what? I don't want to wildly speculate on the show, so I don't know. But oh. I know there's a big basket. Okay, because our show is. Not about wild. I had to sign a contract saying that my show where I scream about lizard people and being friends with Trump that we wouldn't lie, and which is true. We don't. We would never lie. And we are show. friends with Trump. He calls us all the are. time. All the time, bro. Um, I well, I want to <sighs> go to Costco. I want like a lifetime supply of Ferro Rochers. Mm. How do you get that? I have to like save the you life of the president of the Ferro Rocher company. A lot of them, and then you only have like five or six a day. They're so good. Yeah. Or you can just eat more, but then you'll die earlier from diabetes, so it's still lifetime supply. Oh, my God, dude. There are so many Americans that have diabetes. Have you heard about the new dating app? Actually, any amount, if you think about it, any amount can be a lifetime supply. <laughs> if, if you, you die tomorrow. If you, if, you die, <laughs> if you have a short enough lifetime. It's like Make-A-Wish Foundation. We're going to give you a lifetime supply for Rocher. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. Now I'm like, get out one? of here. What does that mean? Mommy, am I dying? <laughs> Better share. Uh, morbid deaths are prevent- presented apart by Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Trust Maggie Gyllenhaal for best 
Supporting actress. And also by Pierce Brosnan's earrings from GoldenEye to Golden Ear. Get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. The next stop feel, on I the feel Biscuit bad for Gravy that Train today is... That hypothetical dying kid. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's okay. A <laughs> uh, little shout-out for Gluttony Club uh, real quick, though, too. Uh, do you want to do any more shout-outs for Gluttony Club before we go on to Biscuit and or yeah, Gravy News? I want to talk about, for Gluttony Club, I also made homemade hot chocolate bombs. Ooh, tell me all about it, do bro. Do you know about hot chocolate bombs? Is that where we bomb brown people and make exceptions for white people? Mm, no. Okay, so this is not a political thing. Yeah, I love hot chocolate. I'm not talking about the band Hot Chocolate, you sexy thing. Why not, but I do believe in miracles, am I right? Since you came along. And the only miracle we have is hot chocolate bombs. Uh, so a hot chocolate bomb. Are you familiar with hot chocolate Very bombs? unfamiliar with hot chocolate bombs. So imagine a chocolate ball, and on the inside is marshmallows and cocoa powder. I'm down. So you put the ball in the cup. You pour steaming hot milk over the top, Ooh, and you steamy. stir it, and the, the chocolate ball melts, releasing the chocolate cocoa powder and the marshmallows. Mm. So it's it's like a bath bomb, but it turns your hot milk into hot chocolate. But hot chocolate bombs have been, pardon the pun, but they've been blowing up <laughs> lately. They've been very popular this holiday season, and uh, it was actually pretty easy to make, I gotta say. I thought it was gonna be something alcoholic when you said no, it, it was, like Jaeger it was, bombs. Or, no, or like, it was actually surprisingly easy to make. If you have like a silicon mold for making... It's like, super easy to make. If you have a silicon mold... For making domes. For do- yeah, that's not just the dome melt, I have. You just melt down some baking chocolate. You base the inside of the silicon mold and you make two little domes. Then you fill it up with marshmallows and cocoa powder and put them together and seal it up with some melted chocolate. You had me at basting domes. Mm. All right, quick thing. I know it's the holiday season. The holiday holiday season. What's your favorite holiday movie, Vince Fody? Coming down the chimney now. Coming down the chimney now. Well, as we know, uh, any movie that takes place in December is technically a holiday movie. So my, my favorite holiday movie is Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is one of many Ben Affleck movies that I despise <laughs> the most amount. Now, I'm going to say probably Home Alone. I was going to say Home Alone, too. So Biscuiteers, Gravy Gals, Biscuit Boys, please have a little bit of peppermint schnapps and a hot cocoa and watch a little bit of Home Alone with me, okay? Dreaming. Of a Christmas. You know, song was, you know, a lot of Christmas songs are written by Jews. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Also, <laughs> who would have thought a guy being ostracized about his nose was written by a Jew? Also, but Spirit in saying. the Sky, also written by a Jew. <laughs> yeah, Norman Greenbaum, baby. Norman Greenbaum wrote Choo-hoo! the song "Spirit in the Sky" in order to capitalize on the Jesus craze Praise that was going on Jesus. in the seventies. Although you could argue that, that anyone's capitalizing on it, right? But uh, that's why Christmas and, you know, we, you and I celebrate Hanukkah, right? You know, we have, that we? Co- we have that comedian friend of ours that Rhonda, we celebrate Ramadanda with her. You know, we celebrate a lot of stuff here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We celebrate Festivus. So, guys, I really, Biscuiteers, watch that? Home Alone. I got my Festivus poll up next I seen to the your Christmas Festivus poll we put I, the, I twerked on we it, We put the, Chris, the Festivus poll up every year. And the best part about having the Festivus poll is I can use it to turn on the um, the surge protector. So I don't have to bend over to turn all the Christmas lights on. I can just use the Festivus pole to turn it on. So anyway, everybody out there, everyone makes Christmas a special time, okay? And this is COVID. Or so Saturnalia. This is one of like the few times where, I know we've all kind of hated, what's the thing they put, the the leaf they put in the steel? The mistletoe, right? The mistletoe. Yeah. And like, what's up with that? But anyway, this don't kiss people because of COVID is all I'm saying. <sighs> 
did you ever have a, a mistletoe belt buckle? No, but you know that's yeah. Everyone gets that one. Mm, I'm gonna get one this holiday season. Uh, every once in a while, I'll pull the pockets out of my shorts and I'll ask Christy if she's ever kissed an elephant. <laughs> right on the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to watch Home Alone or Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, oh, but I despise friend of the show, DJ, DJ Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. So. DJ Trump. How do you get lost in New York? It's a grid system. Great comedy over here, everybody. <gasps> do you hear that? I, that sounds of trumpets and joy. <laughs> <laughs> the next stop on the biscuit and or gravy train today is... Biscuit and or gravy news. Biscuits and, and or gravy news is brought to us by Sylvester Stallone Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. Biscuit and or gravy news with Vince Fodi presented by BGR Radio is funded in part by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Got a big project to tackle? It's Hamill time. Biscuits and or gravy news presented by Gary Oldman Senior Centers. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. Funny for the biscuits and gravy show comes from a lovely endowment from Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. <laughs> Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the, the danger, danger zone. zone. All right. So today's biscuits and or gravy news comes to us from Pine River, Michigan Elementary Woo! School. Have, Pine have, River. Have you heard about this, Chuck? You know it, bro. So the Pine River, Michigan Elementary School, every year they have a Thanksgiving fundraiser to benefit, I guess, the less fortunate, right? Yeah. Isn't it great? Like the military also has to do cupcake fundraisers to have F. 350s blow up people but uh you know schools and stuff and poor people yeah, yeah let's have a cupcake fundraiser for them so pine river michigan elementary school they reached their fu- their thanksgiving fundraiser goal this year yeah are you excited about that i Chuck? reached around my fundraiser goal this year so they reached their thanksgiving fundraiser goal which means the children got a special reward Ooh. they got to pour five gallons of gravy on one of their teachers who was dressed up like mashed potatoes wow that is imagine if the teacher was hot dude Imagine if yo, imagine that hot teacher, bro. Imagine Miss Larry White, eighth grade. You get to pour a little gravy on her, bro. Miss mm, Taylor. Mm. Oh lordy. So yeah, imagine they're dressed up like mashed potatoes. Actually, oh, I feel like God. that would be some sort of double fantasy for you, Joe. Oh, you a hot teacher dressed up like mashed potatoes, and then you get to to pour mm, five gallons know. of gravy you over them. You don't even know, bro. What I would do to that, bro. Oh snap. Um. So yeah, that sounds like. To me, that sounds like a win-win. Like the kid, I would, I would like to be on either side of that cel- celebration. You could be a kid, you get the pour gravy on your teacher, or you can be a teacher and you get to have gravy poured all over you. Oh my Five Lord. gallons of gravy poured all over you. Five gallons of gravy, bro. Think that's finger looking good. That's like after you when you win the Super Bowl and you pour you pour Gatorade on the coach. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be better if, you, if they had a giant vat of gravy and whoever wins the Super Bowl, they just pour gravy on their coach. I can't believe it. They could I'm, use Tom Brady's gravy. Tom, they should use Tom Brady's gravy. <laughs> <laughs> All the ladies want Brady's gravy. Wow. That is such fantastic news. I Man, I wish I went to... Pine River Elementary School. I know. I pine about it all the time. In Michigan. Isn't that cool? You know what, though? If you were in Michigan, would you rather have Gatorade poured on you that's made of dirty, dirty Michigan water or gravy? Do you think they got canned gravy or do you think they got a bunch of powdered gravy and made the five gallons? Now we're asking the questions here on Biscuits because and Gravy if the, Radio. If the, <laughs> we need to do more in-depth reporting on this gravy. Something because, for a follow-up junction tomorrow. Because if they use the canned gravy, that's good. But if you're making local Michigan gravy... 
Maybe, yeah. Mm. Now, of course, you would should get the McCormick uh, thing from Costco, as I do, which makes easily over five gallons of gravy, which oh, is yeah. just enough that I use. About, I, you know, I like to go like through a couple. Qu- I'm like a car, you know. I like to go through a couple gallons of gravy every couple months, okay. right? You know, you're supposed to put oil in your car, Chuck, not gravy. Not gravy? No, oh, well, that that would explain why you've been having so much car why problems. My, I've gone through five Volvos this year. <laughs> <laughs> I bring it to the shop. Scar leaking gravy? <laughs> uh, it looks like your Volvo is about a quart of gravy low. Oh, lordy. Uh, you want me to top it up for you? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> I'm so pumped, man. Anything else for biscuits and or gravy news? No, that's it, man. All right. So you ready to get into my favorite part of the show? Sure thing. Let's do it, bro. Oh, my lord. You're on a great. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels today. Now, I know you're just chomping at the bit. We have to do, we have so much to talk about today. For spoiler alert? On biscuits and gravy in general, bro. I have been teasing about Nazi UFO Antarctica. And of course, we have been been teasing it. It's the anniversary of the East Coast Roswell. And so much going on. So much going on in the world today. Whalers on the moon, margarine made of whale oil, and of course, Nazis. But first. Let's talk about spoiler alert with Vincent Fodi. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a jam-packed conspiracy cookbook. We're talking about, what was it called? Mexburg? Heck, Mecklenburg? (laughs) Yeah, of course, that would be Kexburg. Kexburg. Pennsylvania. Kexburg. So we're talking about Kexburg? December 9th, 1965. There was a comet in the sky. Nazis, Antarctica, submarines, and chuds. All here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. All here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. All right, but first, let's do a little spoiler alert. Can someone pour five gallons of gravy on me? Uh, after the show. As is tradition. I also have a giant Costco McCormick thing of gravy. Oh, my Lord. And uh, haven't even put a dent in it yet, so maybe after the show we'll get into I that. I got Jollibee today, and the spaghetti came with a side of gravy, and Chrissy's like, did you put it in the fridge? And I just drank it. The spaghetti came with a side of gravy. Yeah, I now are we talking like what Italians no. call gravy, palabac. like marinara sauce? Palabac. No, brown gravy. Okay. With the palabac. 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 Are you supposed to put gravy on palabac? I don't know. So it was like a white rice noodle with chili and something sweet and rice and crunchy stuff with a piece of fried chicken on the side. It was really good. I like their burgers. I like everything about Jolly Bee, bro. All right. So for spoiler alert. Let's, what should we talk about first? Let's talk about The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? Are you caught up yet? Almost all the way caught up. Not all the way. Friend I, uh... of the show, Shahane, yeah? traded me his Disney Plus password oh, for nice. an HBO Max password. Nice. So now I've got the uh, the final uh, jewel in the gauntlet of, <laughs> of streaming media. <laughs> so you got everything, bro. It's very incestuous because I have someone else from our Dungeons & Dragons Hulu account. I have your HBO account, right. and then I, I gave Hulu my account. Hulu account out, and then I use Shane's mom's Netflix account. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so you're not using our Netflix account? I don't know who I use his. Somebody's and... been using our Netflix account. Oh, does it a lot, a lot of cake wars? I think it's it? Justice. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so on the Mandalorian, uh, most recently Boba Fett showed up, which people they've been are, teasing about that. People are super stoked about that. We also found out that Baby Yoda's name is Groku. Oh, but and, we don't know if it's actually Yoda's son or not. But yeah, his name is Groku. He's extremely cute, and in the most recent episode, he got kidnapped by Moff Gideon. Oh, that Moff. Ah, oh, 
these guys are always up to no good, and they have like dark troopers, which are like stormtroopers, but, but worse. They're, but they're like black. they're like the gazpacho of stormtroopers. Gazpacho. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Gazpacho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about lost uh, advertisers. Yeah, I, he, that's he, from our first episode. Gazpacho Man Randy. Gazpacho Man Randy Savage. Gazpacho Man Randy Savage has been with us since the first episode, but I think a he, dish served cool. <laughs> He has not. I made forgot an about Gaspacho Man, Randy Savage. Oh yeah, it's cold soup, <laughs> tomato soup. <laughs> Trust Gaspacho Man, Randy Savage. So if you guys aren't watching The Mandalorian, oh, what are you guys waiting for? Get out there and watch The Mandalorian. Did it so good. Either get Disney Plus, uh, or find somebody that has Disney Plus and uh, convince them to give you their passwords. Yeah, dog. No, COVID doesn't exist. Just go over to someone's house or and just watch go it. on Pirate Bay and download it like everybody else. Don't tell people to do things illegal, Vince oh, Cody. You're not allowed to do that. So don't do that, guys. Yeah. I was just joking. Uh, I've also been watching a lot of Parks and Rec on. Oh, it's so good. But, oh, you know, can we just say one more sucks. thing about the Mandalorian? Uh, people are speculating about which Jedi is going to receive the call from baby Groku because he reached out through Ooh, the force to contact some Jedi. Force. So, you and, know, uh, some people are be. thinking it might be Mace Windu, mm-hmm. even though he died in like episode two, but this is set before it, right? No, this is set after Mace Windu died, but other characters died and been resurrected. The emperor died. And got resurrected. And he came back, so why can't Mace Windu come mm. back? Maybe he's a mm. force ghost or something like that. Mm. Um, plus, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, big part of the entire MCU. He's pretty much owned by Disney, so if Disney wants Sam Jackson to show up and make an appearance in in The Mandalorian, it's well within their resources to make that happen. Wow. I'm waiting for the cast of Friends to make an appearance. You know, John Favreau goes back are they to still that. Are they still doing a Friends reunion? Ugh. I thought I heard they were going to do some sort of Friends reunion. I don't know. I mean, Matthew Perry had that, like, selfie with the cocaine on it and whatever, so. Ooh. How I, about Jennifer Aniston? She's still hot. She is still hot. And I would definitely rail Monica. I mean, if the universe were to present that opportunity. <laughs> she, is, she's on your celebrity hall pass? Which it wouldn't, yeah. Her uh, and Harrison Ford, just saying. So, yes, also, go rewatch Friends. I think that's on Don't Netflix. go rewatch Friends. <laughs> no, you have the girlfriend time uh, for that. It's re- not worth it. Rewatch Parks and Rec, which is on Peacock. You right know, the last now, season streaming. of it. How do you feel about the last season of Parks and Rec? I don't. I haven't seen it recently enough to remember how I feel about all the seasons. <sighs> but I'll let you know after I finish Oh, my God. It. I've been uh, we're watching. We're about half. I think we're up to season, like, five right now. That's when it gets the best. So, and then we'll when Paul Rudd is running for mayor at one point he was running for city council against leslie nope and she just defeated him for city council yeah it's all downhill so the new the new season is her uh she went to washington and now she's back yeah that sucks Uh, i hate it oh also you want to hear something cool office season nine sucks too just saying spoiler alert when you're watching that one it's not as great but i do like when uh james spader shows up as nathan california (laughs) you do like james spader i love james spader hit that character that he plays is really awesome he's like of course friend of the show james spader from james spader's animal services which here's a question for you whether you need a neuter or a spader what (laughs) put your animal on the blacklist also a subsidiary of David Spade Spades. <laughs> um, so here's Nothing a here's a question Spade. for you: the last season of The Office, where where James Spader plays Nathan California, mm-hmm. was he already had the blacklist started by then? Because that so. character is very similar to his character in the blacklist. Oh, so 
was that does that predate the blacklist or was the blacklist already I think on? It's on the same time. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. We'll mm, we'll do that on follow up uh, junction. junction next week. Uh, but here's something cool that I heard. If you're a Spider-Man fan, which, which I'm not, I am. Do you now? Do you like the new <laughs> Spider-Man movies? Uh, yeah, that, that kid uh, Tom, Tom Holland dude is it's pretty rad. Uh, I I also like the new Spider-Man because it's got Marissa Tomei as Aunt May in the new Spider-Man mm. movies. That's an fantasy I would not skip over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which, as as everybody knows, I'm a big fan of Marissa Tomei. Yeah, she gets naked in the wrestler. My girlfriend kind of looks like Marissa Tomei. Um, but so remember Whoa. the old. <laughs> Never thought about that. Remember the old uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? Of course I do. All right. Well, in in the second one, you know who played Doc Ock? They're bringing Doc Ock back, bro. Alfred Molina yeah. played Doc Ock, and apparently they liked him so much that he's going to reprise the role of Doc Ock in the new Spider-Man series. I like it, man. Which is really cool. Um, he's going to play the same villain in two separate Spider-Man series. Nice. They should bring Willem Dafoe back as Green oh Goblin, God, too. Dude. Wasn't Willem Dafoe? Was Loved like, him. He was so good as a Green Goblin. But I don't know about Frank. All right, so let's talk about uh, Netflix. If you have Netflix, you should be watching The Crown, obviously, mm-hmm. season four of The Crown. Margaret Thatcher is played by Gillian Anderson. Anderson. Oh, the de- yeah. Uh, uh, I just saw a really good movie with Tom Holland called The Devil All the Time. Spoiler alert, he shoots a pastor who, again, just to tie it into everything we've talked about in Biscuits and Gravy Show, the pastor talks about purity and then rapes a 16-year-old girl and then asks her to get an abortion, and then Tom Holland kills him, which is great. It's a, definitely a bit of a chase movie. Isn't that the, the plot of Primal Fear? It's a plot of a lot also, of movies because priests are terrible. Because people. it happens a lot in real life, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, just saying. So I like it, man. Uh, the devil all the time. If you want to see Tom Holland uh, beating people up all the time, just watch it. It's really great. Highly, highly recommend The Devil All the Time. Uh, so HBO Max, if you, I don't know, let's talk about Netflix. On Netflix right now, you can be watching The Crown. You can be watching Leah Remini's Scientology Yeah, show. dude! That's on Netflix now. So if you haven't seen that, it used to be on A&E, so nobody was watching it. But uh, if you haven't seen the Leah Remini Scientology show, it's available to watch on Netflix now, which is pretty good. Um, if you're a fan of watching Grown Men Cry, uh, check out that Scientology show. Also on Netflix, uh, BBC... Sherlock Holmes, oh, starring with, with Benedict, friend of the show, friend of the show, yeah. and longtime sponsor Benedict Cumberbatch, and also Martin Freeman, who's in like all the best Everything TV shows that's so good. of all time. Martin Freeman was in The Hobbit. He was in Fargo season one. He was in Fargo season one. He was in the British version of The Office. He's in Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's it's great too because it's since it's a BBC series, every season's only like three episodes. Yeah. Did so, you know Sherlock was like nine seasons, man? You could so you could watch you could watch like like two or three seasons of Sherlock Holmes uh-huh. in, in like one day. Who doesn't love Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh man, who Smaug. doesn't like Martin Freeman, man? So but, which is funny because they were both in The Hobbit because Benedict Cumberbatch was the voice of Smaug, mm-hmm. and Martin Freeman was The Hobbit. Oh, I love How do you it. like that? I love it. Uh, if you have HBO Max, you can be watching South Park. They remastered. They all took the South it off Park of Hulu, and I'm mad. Uh, you can watch Deadwood. I'm currently working my way through Deadwood. I'm about halfway through. How do you like that show so much? Deadwood is so good. If you have HBO Max, check out How To with John Wilson, which is like this quirky documentary series. <laughs> um, one of the episodes that we just watched was about scaffolding. 
HBO recently announced that they're doing a House of Dragon prequel, which is a Game of Thrones prequel, which is going to focus on the Targaryens. Whoa. And one of the producers, directors, and writers is Miguel Sapochnik, who we know was the guy who directed the best Game of Thrones episodes, like Battle of the Bastards and uh, Battle of Hardhome. $17 million on that episode, man. So House of the Dragon is set to premiere in 2022. Right, so they're working on it now. Uh, a couple of the other Game of Thrones spinoffs got canceled. There was one called like Blood Moon oh, Wolf Lordy. or Wolf Moon Ugh. Blood. Yeah, Blood Moon Wolf. Yeah, something like that. That got canceled. So it looks like House of the Dragon is the only one that they're currently working on. That's gonna that's mm-hmm. gonna go through. Blood Moon got canceled. Yeah, Blood, that was Moon. It. Blood Moon. Blood <laughs> Moon. Uh, but Miguel Sapochnik, anything he touches turns to gold, so mm. I'm highly anticipating that. And here's a big announcement. All Warner <laughs> right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. All Warner Brothers movies that are that are going to be released in twenty twenty one are simultaneously going to be released on HBO Max. So Whoa. any any movie that Warner Brothers releases in the movie theater the same day it gets released, will also be available to stream on HBO Max. They just signed this huge deal. Wonder Woman is going to be streaming on Christmas Day. Uh, and then in 2021, Matrix 4 and oh my God, and the wait. new Dune movies are coming I out. I can't wait. So get, there's never been a better time to get on the HBO Max train. Also, friend of the show Ted Anderson has his movie debut this week called Aloha Hotel. Oh, yeah. Friend of the show Ted Anderson. So you can go to Kihei Regency Movie Theater, and they're showing it all week. And uh, so far, they've actually sold more tickets for that than they have for Croods. Not worldwide, but in this one very small particular movie theater on one night. Croods? They made a new Croods movie with uh, Nick Cage. I don't even know what Croods is. Oh, it's all right. So it's like a CGI thing about cavemen. It's okay. okay. It's, yeah, it's something. It's something. There's so many Nick Cage movies that I aren't even aware of. Dude, and that, so his so mainstream ones are just like okay, but Nick Cage has been killing it in the B-movies, bro. Nick yes. Cage has been killing it in the B-movies. He's also doing something about the history of swear words on oh, Netflix. Dude, Nick Cage, bro. And there's a rumor that he's going to play himself in a movie about Nicolas Cage. Oh, he's gone full kid Nick Cage. He's, he's gone can't full can't keep Nick, Nick Cage. Cage in a cage, bro. It's, he's gone full John Malkovich. Oh. You think that dude smells his own farts? I'm pretty right. sure he does. Anything else for a spoiler alert? No, just, uh, you know, guys, COVID sucks. Whether you believe it or not, you know, whether you're dumb, dumb or whatever. COVID sucks, but make sure to spend some time on you this holiday season and catch up and rewatch some fun holiday movies, man. Yeah, don't spend time with the people that you love. Yeah. Spend time watching TV and holiday movies. Yeah, or you could use this one, which I really like. You, gift for me to you. I love you so much, I can't hang out with you. Oh, that's good. So, I don't want you to get COVID. I wouldn't want you to get COVID, so <laughs> I can't hang out with you, you know. So we both said that we like Home Alone. Uh-huh. Here's something I like to do around the holiday Uncle season. Buck, bro. Y'all ever watch Uncle Buck? Uh, I also like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I love Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. And we're talking about John Candy holiday movies. Phew, that's the best candy for, for this holiday. Of course. Uh, but here's what I like to do. I like to pick one of my favorite shows that's been on for a long time, like like uh, South Park. Personally, I like to do, and I'll go through and I'll watch all the Christmas episodes. And South oh. Park has like nine Christmas episodes. They got enough, baby. Mister Hanky, the Christmas. They've poo. got Mister Hanky, the Christmas poo. Mister Hanky's uh, holiday special. Merry oh, Christmas, no. Charlie Manson. Christmas in Canada. They've Are got the really Happy Holograms. And I'm not even reading this. I'm I'm reciting these from memory. Uh, there's also Red Sleigh Down. There's like so many great 
Christmas episodes from South Park. And around Thanksgiving time, there's a great uh, South Park Thanksgiving episode about stuffing. I love that uh, Thanksgiving holiday episode about the international. <laughs> They're getting the stuffing from another planet. Right. So it's it's a mix between Thanksgiving and Thor. Thor, yes. Where, where pilgrims and Indians are aliens from a and different. And they really rip into ancient aliens in the History Channel, which I love it. Stan becomes like a professional speaker on it. And they also rip on Natalie Portman for some reason. Dude, I know. They really rip into her in that episode. Which is funny because I like Natalie Portman, but nothing's better than South Park just ripping on Just people. ripping her. The amount I would want to rip into her, bro. You know she married her ballerina teacher from Black Swan? Oh, really? So all my years of ballerina really just as gone to say, waste. As they say on South Park, nobody knows more about stuffing than Natalie Portman. I love South Park Christmas, dude. I have and this of course, is the time of year where I have Mr. Hankey's holiday Christmas classics all the pretty, time, bro. pretty much on nonstop loop. Now, of course, there's a good Game of Thrones Black Friday South Park triple threat episode. Oh, highly a, recommend it's a watching. It's a three part episode. Oh, it's so funny, dude. Oh, lordy. Where it's it's basically a parody of Game of Thrones, and it's all about them preparing for Black Friday so mm-hmm. they can get the new Xbox and PS4. And this year, it's never been more relevant because there's been another uh, new console release. I know. Console Wars, bro. Ah, the Console Wars. So have a holly jolly Christmas from the Biscuits and Gravy fam. Mm. All right. Anything else for for, uh, spoiler alert? No, that's it for now, man. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge, Buffalo. And the show ran a little bit long, so I know I teased you a little bit about it. So we're just going to do a really quick thing about Nazis, aliens... U-boats in Antarctica, cannibalistic human underground dwelling, dwellers, and of course, December 9th, 1965, the East Coast Roswell, baby, because of course we're broadcasting live on December 9th, Vincent Foti. What better way to commemorate this magical, mystical night than to have it be talked about on the Biscuits and Gravy Show? Oh, is that today's December 9th? Yeah, dog! Oh, wow. This what do you think? going by fast. Chee-hoo! Chee-hoo, indeed. So here's the, here's the crazy thing about it, right? So a sonic boom was heard from Canada all the way down the East Coast, all was, the way down to Penn's Woods. There was a giant fireball that was seen from Michigan to a Pennsylvania. fireball in the sky, bro. Even people seen it in Canada. So you know if they've seen it in other countries, it makes the conspiracy theory even better. Well, wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Keeps on turning, bro. Now take this this with me over here. Okay, now here's the thing. In the 90s, the Freedom of Information Act, those communists, (laughs) released all this information of it. But under the Clinton administration, that demon crap, all of it, all the evidence and everything, that all the stories on it got completely deleted. What? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Look it up here, folks. So how does this tie into Nazis? Lay it on me, string bean. All right. So Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, a.k.a. Pence Woods, right? Now- some people say it was a meteor exploding. And meteors do explode. We're not denouncing meteors exploding here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Okay? There was that one that exploded over Russia. Yeah, dude. And there's a really good dash cam video of it. Yeah. It's so also, awesome. you know what? That opened up all the dash cam footage of people getting run over in Russia. Dude, I love that, dude. I watched like five hours of people getting run over dude, in Russia. Russian dash cam footage. Russian awesome. dash cam footage, dude. We've always talked about Uzis. we've talked about aliens in Antarctica, okay? Because we know the scientists are trying to tell you that the polar ice caps are melting, right? Right. Now it's actually part of Antarctica is growing, 
And there is a part in Antarctica that no one can explain why it's warm. And that's where the Nazis built their bases, okay? Now, our... Build or built? Well, here's the thing. Recently, actually a couple months ago, Google Earth spotted a U-57 whatever, a U-boat stuck in the ice in Antarctica, okay? Was Bon Jovi there? After... Shut up. <laughs> um, I can't believe he was in that movie. I owe you like 10 bucks. So after World War II... Oh, wait, did we make a bet about that? Yeah, and I owe you, I owe you 10 bucks, right? Okay. So after World War II, two submarines were caught in... San- uh, two submarine sandwiches? Two... No, two German submarines uh, were caught in Argentina... After World War II. So we right. know so that we know after all the Nazis World War II Argentina. And, and how they were getting there through Antarctica. Okay, so they're clearly going through the hole in the top of – in the north. There's a hole that goes into the hollow biscuit okay. in the top, and then they're popping out in Antarctica and taking U-boats. Okay. So it's like journey to the center so of the earth. They're the going thing. down yes. into the earth and, and coming up out of Argentina. Yep. All right, so – this is true, okay? Now, in 1938 and 1939, they uh, the Nazis even designed an Antarctic flag, and then they dropped swastikas as emblems all around Antarctica. So imagine you're you're in, like, a plane, and you're in World War II, and you just get to kick out swastikas and dump it all over Antarctica, claiming your territory. Okay, they're just right? sprinkling swastikas? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just total little sprinkles, dude, right? Okay. So why is this area warm Underneath, okay? Why did Nazis build this base? In a, Geothermal only, vents? And now, why is it warm? Because chuds. there's people living underneath <laughs> Antarctica, Vincent Fodi. Now, this is what it we always don't comes know. back to the chuds. Now, we know there's different groups of people living under the ground, okay? You got we your mole people. We got your mole people. You got okay? your lizard people. You got your lizard people. They live okay? in the tunnels under Walmart. Under the strange, warm region in Antarctica where the Nazis built their bases, right? right? Okay. They had the U-boats, okay? Do you know what they also discovered? That the Nazis had plans for submarines that could also go into space. Wait, what? This is true. Biscuitiers, gravy gals alike, look this up. Nazis had plans for submarines to go into space, bro. Those would be supermarines. Now, here is the the even crazier thing about it. Now... Do you know why the Nazis said they were in Antarctica? Why is that? For whales. Because apparently in the late 30s, they used whale blubber to make margarine? What? Yeah, dude. And then apparently the Nazis, while they were getting ancient alien information to build their U-boat UFOs, true story, look it up, they were seizing whale margarine from all these other ships from other different countries, okay? There was a whale margarine war going on in the Falkland Islands in 1938, bro. Whale margarine pirates? Whale margarine pirates, bro. Nazi whale margarine pirates? Nazi whale margarine pirates, bro. And it also makes sense as to why they would make submarines that can go in outer space because as we recently learned on Biscuits and Gravy, there's whales that are in space. Whales in space, Space bro. Space whales. Space whale margarine. This is, is where the it ties in margarine. even worse, right? So Operation Paperclip after World War II, we're like, Nazi Germany, you killed six million Jews. Let's get your scientists that killed all the Jews and have them go to the United States and form what? NASA. Okay? Now check it out. When you think of the greatest telescope in the universe, what do you think of? The Hubble telescope? 
Do you know what makes the Hubble telescope work? Whale margarine? There's actually whale oil <laughs> no, in... Not. I swear to God, bro! There's whale <laughs> margarine in the Hubble telescope, bro! You better bet your bottom biscuit, okay? Now, what goes on biscuits the best? Whale margarine? Whale margarine, bro! Space whale margarine. Is brought to you by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Springsteen string beans. So, grown I know what you're thinking, in Chuck. The USA. How does all this tie into... Uh, December 9th, 1965, okay? This area of the Antarctic is also a well-known UFO spot. There's tons of UFOs coming in and out of there, bro. The UFO sighting in 1965, okay? The one in Pennsylvania, all right? The one in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, right? First of all, the found the town founded by Germans. That was a big German population a, in Pennsylvania. The hugest, yeah. yeah the hugest in, in Pennsylvania, man. So... That's why we have a Pennsylvania Dutch. So country. not only did and the U-boats become spaceships, Scrapple. okay, the U.S. government lied and said it was Soviet metal. Turns out, actually leans more towards German metal. Ooh. So a lot of stuff going on in the alien world today, man. A lot of stuff going on. Wait, so the the Kecksburg crash, mm-hmm. the recovered materials from that, they suspect are Soviet materials? They lied and said it was Soviet materials. When the Freedom of Information Act came out in the 90s, it had an article actually t- tying, and this is true, guys, tying Kecksburg into the uh, Nazi huh. alien Antarctica spot. And then check it out, right? Those, that article, everything completely vanished, dude. Mm. Everything disappeared on it. Oliver North strikes again. Ugh, he so, got him. Oh, more follow-up on that. Any questions, Vincent Fody? I think you've covered more than enough, Chuck. So uh, this season, make sure to get your family some USS whale margarine. <laughs> make sure that it's, it's the authentic Norwegian whale margarine because <laughs> that's where the, the best whale margarine comes from. Comes from Norway. Today's show is presented in part by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons. Today's show has been brought to you by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Vincent Fodi, what a great show we had here today. I think it's time to wrap up today's episode with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo Sound. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. This is our 234th episode. 234, bro. Okay, it's 234. Can you believe it, Chuck? 234, bro. All right. I can't wait till our 1234. <laughs> That's a couple oh, years. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. Today's show is presented in part by Alex Skarsgård, Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars, the Skarsgård, Skarsgård. All right, our first question comes from Greg in Cadillac, Michigan. Cri- Sorry. I hate that. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Greg in Cadillac, Michigan wants to know, who wrote the novel Fight Club? Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk is absolutely correct. Did you know he wrote it in his 30s after he got a black eye on a camping trip? Wait, really? (laughs) That's fascinating. All right. Our second question comes from Danielle in Montreal, Canada. Danielle wants to know, hey, how's it going up there in Canada? The land of the north. Danielle wants to know, 
What does YMCA stand for? That is the Young Male Christian Association. That is absolutely correct. How'd you know that, Chuck? I worked at a YMCA. Not a lot of people know what it actually stands for. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who sang the song YMCA? The Village People. That is correct. For bonus. As points. Hillary Clinton said, it takes the Village People. <laughs> All right. Third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Oh, Lordy. What are the. San Francisco Pirates. <laughs> That's butt pirates, Chuck. Oh, Lordy! That's uh, offensive. Jen in Lahaina wants to know, before his retirement, what team did Andrew Luck play for? What team did Andrew Luck play for? Before his retirement, Andrew Luck played for um, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, sorry. I'll give you a hint. He was featured in an episode of Parks and Recreation, which takes place in Indiana. Uh, yeah. Um, what are the, um, I don't know. It was the Colts. That's in Indiana. Like for the Indianapolis is in oh, Indiana. Yeah. Right. The Colts. Okay. All right. But you got two out of three, Chuck. Plus two out of three. If you ask me if Indianapolis and that also was in means Indiana, that that's the end of our show. That. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We'll see you next week. Same gravy time. Indiana in the name of the city. I don't know. Kansas City is in and Oklahoma. Polis is German for city. Its name is basically Indiana City. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is presented <laughs> in part by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. And also by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags, the law is on your side. Oh, Vincent Forty, what a great show. I love being here in the Biscuit Bunker, guys. Stay safe this hollow holiday season. Uh, may Super Spreader mean a whole different term for you mm-hmm. and not give people COVID. And for me to you, hello! Boop, 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 boop. Kiss it. Gary Sinise.